Hello and welcome to the Stelvio Auto Show. The mid-season review of Formula One has finally come here. I'm Sean Smith and I'm joined by Stelvio Automotive's basically F1 guru. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be kind to him, but you know, hey-ho. It's Joe. <laughs> Free soon. Yeah, guru might be going a bit too far, but yeah. Well, um, cool. How are you, Joe? Is it all, all groovy in the, in the British summer, summer sunshine? Have been raining all week? Not, not much sunshine. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it's, it's good. Good time to take a break uh, in the uh, Formula One season. Yeah, uh, you know, go on holiday somewhere in the UK in the rain. Yeah, maybe Cornwall. I'm or... sure that's what I'm sure. I'm sure that's what, what all the Formula One drivers are doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in a car a caravan park somewhere in Cornwall. Yeah, exactly, Cornwall, Dartmoor, any of the really hot hot parts of the UK, <laughs> or or the whole of the north. You know, whatever. Anyway, yeah. So. This is going to be basically sort of ripping the complete, complete uh, IP and idea from Tez Notebook. So we're going to go through the grid, uh, sort of talk about some highlights team by team and where we think the season's going, really. So uh, without further ado, shall we start at the front? Yeah, let's go. Cool. Who's at the front? Mercedes? Uh, yeah, I, well, we, I, I think two weeks ago it would have been Red Bull, but the, you know, the kind of been thrown out the window so mercedes uh, benz amg patronus ineos uh, they, they seem to get their name longer every single year uh they are currently leading the standings with a grand total of 303 points after 12 races which is at the moment provisionally we'll get to that at hungarian grand prix uh by 12 points over red bull racing lewis hamilton is currently leading the standings but on 195 points with valtteri bottas in fourth on 108 which is approximately not a lot of points for Bottas. Um, right, Mercedes, review, go. Yeah, well, arguably the second fastest car this season, which I think, given the uh, you know the performance at the end of last season, wasn't particularly uh, a big surprise. But you know, like Red Bull have really shown up. Honda have sort of brought forward all their updates and stuff. Um, you know, to deliver a decent engine this year. So yeah, getting a, a vintage. Uh, F1 season, uh, you know. Um, so yeah, um, I think they'll probably count themselves lucky to be entering the summer break ahead. Mm. You know, they've probably just about clawed back to parity. I think um, you're right. I think it, we are pretty par parallel. Par 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 no, equal. I'll go with that uh, between yeah. <laughs> between between the two teams at the moment. Um, it has been a season sort of flip flopping between uh, between the two. The two teams, the two en engines of Honda and Mercedes, the two teams of Red Bull and Mercedes. Um, it's interesting. In fact, we can't really talk about Red Bull without... Sorry, we can't talk, we talk about Mercedes without talking about Red Bull, so we'll sort of include them together. Uh, in Red Bull's case, they are second in the championship. Uh, as I said, 12 points provisionally off Mercedes. Max Verstappen is... Uh, provisionally eight points behind Lewis Hamilton heading into the break on 187 points with Sergio Perez in fifth on 104, four points behind Valtteri Bottas. Uh, both Red Bull drivers have won a race this year. Only one Mercedes driver. That says all you need to know, in my opinion. But yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely, yeah. it's nice to see a title fight, a proper one. We haven't had one since, yeah. I'm trying to think, 2012? Probably. Yeah, if you can call 2012 a title fight, that was Ferrari versus Red Bull, wasn't it? Yeah. Alonso versus uh, Vettel. Uh, so yeah, probably. Yeah, God. Yeah, it's it's good. It's really good. Really good to see. You know, it's been as you said, it's been flip flopping back and forward. You know, Bahrain, arguably 
you know, um, Ferrari had the quickest package mm. there until it, it, it didn't. Um, <laughs> well, you know, finishing the race race is really a requirement a requirement for, uh, for winning it. I yeah, I um, think that's generally the case. <laughs> small precedent yeah. over F one's F one's long history. Going back to Italy, you know that that race was a bit crazy. Arguably, Mercedes probably dropped points in that one. Uh, you know, they they probably had the quickest package there, but Verstappen won it. Um, you know, Hamilton had his issues. Uh, sort of deciding to drive off the track, trying to over uh, overtake uh, George Russell, wasn't it? At mm. the uh, um, set, at, at the final corner um, on that case, and then sort of bring it back from Portugal, Spain, and then since since you know Monaco and Azerbaijan, it's just been Red Bull all the way. Yeah, as as you said a couple of weeks ago, we'd have been saying uh, Red Bull were at the top, but. At the last races in Britain and Hungary, which both involved some crashes for Verstappen, uh, yeah, it's um, a lot more on yeah, us even. Yeah, as you said, it's impossible to discuss one without the other. They're, they're sort of um, linked in this in this incre- incredible battle. To be honest, hmm. the closest uh, constructors and drivers battle we've had for years, um, probably probably since Rosberg um, um, yeah. left in t- 2016. So. Um, yeah, the last two races. Um, where, where, what do you think of the? Uh, <laughs> do you think it's uh, Red Bull and Verstappen's era of judgment? Uh, you're, you're asking somebody who uh, work, now works in the industry, Joe. I'm not allowed to give an opinion. <laughs> um, let's just say hypothetically that um, both sides are available to be given blame to one another. However, yeah, my yeah. own personal bias might be favoring one of the other and i'll let people listen to historical data for what which side that might be <laughs> <laughs> yeah good good plug for your previous podcast yeah. Uh, <laughs> um yeah no um from someone who's outside the industry and and I, I, i'm going to take a un, as unbiased view of this as possible what for the first time ever joe <laughs> i think verstappen will look back on not necessarily hungary because he couldn't really do anything about that that's Really unfortunate, and Bottas was, I think, had, uh, gone to extreme lengths to keep his seat for for twenty twenty two. I mean, he could always become a professional bowling ball player. Yeah, that, that would. Just... He'd be quite good at that, by the way. Such, such a rookie mistake. To be honest, you know, Mercedes looked like had good pace in that race. They could have scored if Bottas had stayed in the race. They could have scored even more points. Plus, Mercedes are going to have to pay to repair that damage to the car. Hmm. So I'm sure they would probably rather he didn't crash. Um, you know, the Red Bulls might have done that on their own anyway. Um, so, so yeah, but in Britain, I think um, you know, in, in the Silverstone Grand Prix, I think Verstappen will look back on that and think, I probably had a quicker package that day. Did I really need to? Um, Go go for that move. How do you think that will transpire through the rest of the season? Because I think that it could come down to, uh, you know, the types of clashes and how aggressive the moves are through the rest of the season. Because I mean, just 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 on Verstappen and Hamilton, we've seen them head to head like got... literally same bit of tarmac, um, yeah. three, yeah. four, five times now at least. Yeah, it's kind of great the way it's set up. So, so just touching on obviously Mercedes, like Bottas is being sort of very a very number two, two driver mm. this season and same with Perez um is being a very slightly worse number two driver um he's been better sort of in more recent races 
he's been able to kind of be up near the front to be able to force the tactical errors um, that we've seen from Mercedes, um, you know, recently. Yeah. Um, so those off the pace and Verstappen and Hamilton are always qualifying essentially on the front row mm-hmm. on, unless a Norris or a Leclerc get, gets in the way are locking out the front row. We're, we're seeing that battle sort of repeated over and over again. And I think, as you say, those clashes will come to define this, uh, this championship. Mm, um, of course, I agree. I, I, I have a vision of, you know, Belgium somewhere where we've seen the first lap matters so much because of that long, uh, long run to, is it Radion? Um, what that down, came... down Camel Strait. Yeah, down the camel straight into Radion. You know, I, I've got this vision. Hamilton probably leading. That car's a little bit draggy. Verstappen, if he's got a chance of a move there, 100% he goes for it. Let's move it on to 2022, because I think that a lot of this might also come down to which team develops more. Uh, and on the 22 subject, uh, the second seats in both respective teams are going to be very interesting talking points towards the latter half of this season. Um, yeah, so I think... I personally think Bottas has already sealed his fate. He doesn't look like he believes he can challenge Hamilton anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that means that Mercedes probably gets him out sooner rather than later. Because once a driver loses that motivation, that drive, uh, I don't think they can, you know, they're competing, you know, 100% anymore. Hmm. You know, like, you know when, when you had Rosberg and Hamilton, you know, there were fireworks in, in that contest but th- those two absolutely pushed themselves each other to 110% of their capabilities and as a result 110% of what the car was capable of if you've not if you've got one driver who's not pushing that hard then are you, are you delivering as much as the package can deliver well therein lies the question would George Russell who is you know basically it's neither or between him and Bottas would George Russell be where do you think he would be in this year's car hypothetical I know but um, hypothetically, in the Mercedes, I think he would, he'd be good. I think he would get a shock. Uh, I think he probably thinks he, he would be able, to, be able to come in and match Hamilton, but I think, you know, we've seen a number of teammates now come and go. It, it's not necessarily an easy thing to do. So, you know, I think he's very quick, but, you know, he lacks, the results would indicate he lacks in the race. We'll see. I think that, I think you're right. I think it is going to be Bottas's sort of swan song for the rest of the year. Um, but yeah. what, what about Sergio Perez? I think he's done all right compared to Albon and uh, Gasly before him. You know, he's he's, he's yeah. been able to play the team game a lot more than he's not been able to. Yeah, like for instance, like say Hungary, he got very un- very unlucky. Um, great Britain, he he didn't have a great qualifying in Great Britain, and that that was a theme in, earlier in the, in the season. Hmm. Um, you know, he couldn't really qualify well enough to be in and around when it mattered. Um, but, you know, that kind of middle part of the first half of the season, he was up there on the kind of second, third line of the grid, able to sort of mix it and kind of provide that, uh, you know, tactical headache for Mercedes being like, oh, well, we can't pit Hamilton because there's that other Red Bull there yeah. who won't be able to overtake. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, so I think, I think he's done enough. I, I personally, again, like out of the industry, so I can be maybe a little bit biased. <laughs> love, love the guy. Like he's, he's probably one of the most likable drivers on the grid. Uh, he's been been around for a long time, so you know. 
Let's move on. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's gonna be. I think you're right. I think it's gonna be interesting between the two. Uh, third place at the moment, I think, is currently tied uh, between Ferrari and McLaren. Uh, so let's talk McLaren. Let's talk. Well, let's do them both together again. Uh, Lando Norris, currently the star of the season, in my opinion. Uh, third place in the cha- championship, ahead of both Bottas and Perez in faster machinery. Um, uh, he is yeah, 113 points. Uh, his teammate da- Daniel Ricciardo is v- probably the disappointment of the season. I'd say he's only on 50 points. So literally, what's that? 63? Six- no. Yeah. Yeah, 63 points uh, behind his teammates. Uh, Ferrari they have uh, Charles Leclerc on 83, and Car- no, sorry, I'm wrong. Carlos Sainz is on 83. Uh, Charles Leclerc is on 80. So very much level pegging with the Ferrari boys. Let's go. Let's 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 go into it. Do you want to do uh, McLaren or Ferrari first? I think they're going to they're going to have lots of equal talking points. So let's let's talk, let's start with McLaren with Lando Norris. Cool, Lando Norris, fantastic. He's just been ultra consistent. He's always been there. Like if you look at the uh, you know the result race results, you know third in Italy, third in Monaco. Uh, third in Austria, he's just been there to mop up every time mm. the top guys have, you know, had an incident or had an error. Uh, you know, so yeah, you can't fault him. And he's even when he's not been on the podium, he's common. You know, often being fourth or fifth. Um, he's had the pace until yeah. being taken out in Hungary. He was the only driver to score points at every single race. Yeah, which is just incredible. You know. And Mercedes. They've got a decent engine in the Mercedes, which is obviously reliable. But, you know, there haven't really been that many engine failures this season. So it's not something we're really, not yet exactly, um, we've really been thinking about. So it's all been down to driver's consistency and, you know, keeping it on the park. Um, And, yeah, he's just just been absolutely stellar. Um, You can't can't fault him. He's he's probably delivered close to 100% of what that package can deliver. I would agree. Definitely. Um, but what about his teammate, the very highly acclaimed? I've never liked him, but that's uh, allegedly uh, <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you know when like uh, you know back at his career, and you know back when Vettel started having his slide, you know sort of after in 2014, of the these heavier cars, and you know the obviously favoured Vettel driving style for whatever reason so daniel ricardo got very highly rated for becoming mm. a race winner in, in that kind of 2015 2016 time um yeah you know um do you think ricardo i mean that far off far off norris but that that that's midfield is so packed. you know like you've got another two uh the two ferraris yeah often middle of that you've usually got you know the astons or the um alpines there potentially your george russell and william williams mentally um you kind of in that fifth place to tenth place on, on qualifying day so if you're just a few tenths off you know that's huge yeah do you it's think do you think 10, ten places back do you think joe that ricardo has the the will, I suppose, is the best word. After his stint at Renault, where he was known to be not completely happy at the team, do you, he does seem happier at McLaren. Do you think he has the the longevity to get up there? I don't know. Like, um, 
time, I think time will tell. Who knows? It, I think that's a very subjective question that only I think Ricardo really knows the answer to. Fair the enough. results suggest results suggest not. But you know, we've seen people turn turn things around before. Um, do, you, do I think you'll ever win a world championship? Probably no. Uh, being perfectly honest, I think it's here. Had an opportunity if he stayed at Red Bull a couple more years to maybe jump to you know I think if he'd been at Red Bull and still performing reasonably against Verstappen, he would have probably been the first name on Ferrari's um, you know list. Yeah, but, but Ferrari aren't going to win anything anytime soon, are they? <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, he would have been in a better position, I think, and than he is now. Uh, I think that time down in, in Re- Renault kind of in the doldrums, kind of really... Um, yeah, mentally, yeah, he's never really snapped back into it. Let's be fair to him, though. There's only 12 races into his McLaren stint, so there's there's opportunity. He has got closer. He has got, he has got closer mm. in the last few races. Definitely. It's just, you know, a tenth is, you know, in that midfield, a tenth is... It makes a know, big difference. Race, it makes a big difference. Yeah. So it's, to its credit, he's close, but... You know, no cigar. Hmm. Let's talk about Ferrari then, <laughs> about no cigars. But they've got the champagne on the podium, so that's quite funny. Um, so, uh, Charlie Clark and Charlie Sainz. Mm. Excellent yeah. bounce back, I will say, for Ferrari this year. Yeah. But my one concern would be, are they investing too much in this year? You know, hmm. you had the whole 2022 question. I suggest not. They'll have more wind tunnel time this year mm-hmm. compared to the other teams because of their fifth place, sixth place finish. It was bad last, last year. I think it was sixth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they'll have a bit more wind tunnel time. But, you know, like, they're doing well. Great balance back. I'm surprised to see, like, if I thought, if I didn't look at the uh, championship table, I wouldn't think Sainz was ahead of Leclerc. No, neither would I. On the balance of, like, you know, of performance. Burke's had the better season so far, but I think Leclerc's had a couple of DNFs, not necessarily like in, um, he qualified on pole in Monaco. Mm-hmm. And then car broke down on the way to the grid. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. Which, which really screwed my uh, fantasy. <laughs> Yours, mate, he's my turbo driver. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, and I think that's happened a couple of times uh, actually. And obviously, he got taken out in Hungary, and then Sainz obviously finishes on on the podium. Hmm. So the the the, the drivers' championships a bit of a, in this team battles kind of a bit of a it's in it's got mislead. it's got a way to go. I think that it's so I, I think Sainz has adapted much better to Ferrari than Ricardo has to McLaren, but I think yeah. that I still don't fully believe in Carlos Sainz in terms of his outright potential that others think he has if that makes sense he's still making silly errors like uh, binning it in qualifying he in, uh, he reminds me of Raikkonen in the latter his second Ferrari stint when he just sort of yeah. sort of he just sort of didn't have the fight that I, I would expect from someone in a, in a front running car you know it, it like mm-hmm. say a uh, Maybe not Silverstone, but at certain points this year, he's been overtaken quite easily. I think. I think he's, he should be more aggressive, but that's my opinion. I, I, don't, I don't think Ricraft's ever been that good. Yeah. I don't think it is outright. He's a very good 
winger. He's a, he's a kind of boss. That's kind of driver for me. Mm. You know, um, very quick. But he hasn't got the killer instinct to win championships. Or yeah. the like outright raw pace, like Leclerc can. All the best drivers for Sappen, Hamilton, Leclerc, um, you, you name it, they can. Vettel at one point in his career could pull out a, like just a ridiculous lap yeah. in qualifying. Um, you know, and I've never seen that from him. Not yet. Again, maybe we've proved wrong, but I don't, I don't, I don't think he's got the as right the sort of the mean streak, I suppose you'd call it. Uh, the killer instinct, as you said, yeah. Uh, I, but, you know, time will tell. Let's move on to who is surprisingly in fifth place in the championship right now, which is Alpine Renault. Let's say largely thanks to the result at the weekend for the Hungarian Grand Prix, where Esteban Ocon took his first win, uh, the first dri- French driver in a French car uh, with a French engine since not Alain Prost, David Croft. I think you meant to say Olivier Panis uh, in, in the in the Prost Ligier in Monaco 1996. Thank you and good night. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think to say it's only because of Hungary, isn't it? Well, it is only because of Hungary. They would be probably sixth or seventh. Well, let's see. But first Alonso, and, first Alon- and fourth. Alon- Alon- they got 37 Alon- points. Yeah, yeah. So Alonso has been quietly racking up those kind of six, seven, eight places in the last few rounds. And obviously Arcon in Hungary probably owes a lot to Alonso for winning that race. Mm. Um, but yeah, they've been, they've been performing, um, which I guess is good to see. I think Renault have been, a, sorry, Alpine, I think they've been a bit disappointing this year. I expected them to be much more with McLaren and Ferrari than they are. I would say give, if they kind of got their heads screwed on, maybe got rid of Cyril Abitable. No, they did get rid of Earlier. Cyril Abitable. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they would be in that fight. Point. But I think you know, given the struggles they've had in recent seasons, they've not had those building blocks that those other teams have had. But I think they. Well, the car's the oldest one on the grid. Yeah, it's where they, they should be. Hmm. It's where they should be. I think fifth. If they don't finish in fifth, if they finish any lower, that's a failure. Um, fifth is where they should they should be because I don't think they've got what it takes to beat that McLaren that no, McLaren was already not, fa- not, super- not this year no way that McLaren was super fast last year mm. um, you know and Ferrari were always going to be better this year and obviously yeah, but... were never going to compete with Red, Red Bull and Mercedes okay, so how did, they do, how did they do last year um, just remind, remind myself uh, so last year uh, Ferrari obviously was sixth let's see constructors they came fifth on 181 points. Ferrari were 50 points behind them. Uh, Racing Point, we'll get to them. Um, 195 points. McLaren, 202. So, yeah, I agree. McLaren should be where they are, more or less. I think I don't, I don't. think if I were you know, the Renault board, who do own Alpine, I would be very angry that you've, A, lost 50 points to uh, Ferrari, but at the same time, uh, what are you on right now? You're on 50... One second. 77. Okay, so double that. That's 144. So about 140 points to equal the same number of races as last year. So you've lost 40 points right there um, to yourself. So you've lost yeah. ground. But that is, I think, as you say, sort of detrimental to the fact that they've got the oldest car on the grid. It, they are... Maybe they did overdo it. Uh, over, um, overachieved last year. 
Yeah, I think so. Because remember the at the end of last season, obviously with COVID and everything, um, it was a bit of a weird season. Hmm. The end of last season, Racing Point had a couple of blinder weekends. Hmm. You know, a couple of really good weekends. Got quite lucky with that in terms of the constructors. Same with McLaren. Um, so. Yeah, maybe they should have even done even better last year. Um, I think it, you know they've always, they've always thought they should be third. That, that's you know where the Renault board have always that's, said. That's know, what their like, plan but, said. Yeah, they should have should have been uh, should have won a race last year. Now, they fired Cyril, um, which I don't think it was all his fault. Um, I think they had they didn't want to invest the money required to actually really achieve that. I, I'll defend that actually because uh, I know that Renault have invested a huge amount into Enstone. Uh, since it, they took it over in 2016 from the uh, Genie Group. Yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah, I, for whatever reason, it's not worked out. But I think now they've... Obviously got rid of Cyril. Um, and I, I, again, I don't think it was all his fault. Uh, there must, there must, it's never one person's fault. Renault Ren are yeah, well known yeah. for being a very board of directors style, sort of maybe over-management company. I do, I've said this before, but I do wonder how... Um, how effective that is in Formula One, but I think now they're focusing on twenty twenty two for going forward. That's, yeah, I think they're probably, they're probably they barely developed this car this year. Yeah, uh, so, um, I think that's very much what their plan is uh, going going forwards. I think you know hopefully, well, Mercedes have proven it. You know, if you want to achieve lots in Formula One, get rid of your manufacturer board. Like the Mercedes board has pretty much nothing to do with the AMG team. Yeah. Yeah, it was run by uh, Wolf and um, Nicky Lauda um, pretty much for a long time, and, and to some degree, Ross Braun has got prior to 2015. So um, they, they pretty much made all the shots. They had the funding, but no kind of corporate oversight. From what, at least what you can see from the from the outside, hmm. I'm sure they had some targets there, but God, they must have smashed them. Sure. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know, um, I hope they with them going towards the Alp Alpine name. That's a sign that they're going. It's now it's now more independent team. You know, they they can get on with racing. Alan Prost can take the reins. Of that team in a similar role to the way Nicky Lauda did. Well, I mean, you don't even need to look at that. You can look at Enstone and Renault itself back in 2005, 2006, when Flavio Briatore and Pat Simmons were the guys at the head of the helm. Yeah, yeah. you need a strong figure ahead who knows how to win. And, you know, well, we know Flavio Briatore will do anything to, to win, but, <laughs> you know, that's what you need That's what you need in Formula 1. Yeah. Let's move on to the team, I think, who have done amazingly well this year which is Alpha Tauri Honda uh, and the Pierre Gasly show as I like to call it <laughs> yeah absolutely oh, he's absolutely fantastic he is going to get snapped up by another team well that's the thing I think well Gasly right now is 8th in the standings uh, with a podium at the Azerbaijan Grand Prix which I was so happy about um, and a 5th yeah. place last time out in Hungary with the fastest lap in my opinion, he should have maybe been fighting for the win uh, in that, those circumstances had it not been for turn one. Um, Gasly, I think, has had just an amazing, I suppose, redemption arc is the term, um, since he be, he was dropped from Red Bull a couple of years ago uh, and sort of made himself 
the guy in the midfield and or especially at Alpha Tauri. As you say, being snapped up, I think it, that he will be, I'll say this out loud now, I think he will be at Alpine in 2023. Uh, yeah, I think that's a real possibility. If Alpine can get that act together, which mm. I think they will. I, I see them kind of, you know, fighting in that kind of third third place constructors mm. next year. You know, I think I think they've got the facilities, obviously, uh, and the, and the team there now to do that. You know, they might fall short, but it depends how they fall short. Fall short. By two points or fall short by 50. Yeah, yeah, big, big difference. No, been, I, I think know, that things that if I think if things don't work out at Ferrari, I could see them hit him there. Hmm, that would be an interesting idea. Uh, you know, sometimes they decide, you know, he's just not got that killer instinct. They want a, a guy that can, you know, mop up the points. Well, okay, well, let me put it, let me put it, put it a different way. Why not Leclerc to a Mercedes or Red Bull? Um, Ferrari, I mean, I can 100% see that. You know, imagine Russell comes in, he's he, he doesn't do what he's meant to. You know, there's problems. I don't think Russell. I think Russell will achieve. But let's say Hamilton then goes. Who's next up for Mercedes? Yeah. That's the question. They'll want Verstappen, or will they want Verstappen? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Sure, if he really fits the no the mold. Well, he he used to be. Um, yeah. I think. I can totally see that. Uh, you know, you see like a like a an advert on TV hmm. like with Hamilton in it. I can, I can, you can literally cut in the clerk to that advert. God, that no, just not, just not the CrowdStrike advert. That is the worst advert I've ever seen in my life. It, what, what does it tell you about CrowdStrike? Nothing, nothing. You see more of uh, Hamilton's face than you yeah, CrowdStrike. Exactly. And I don't mind seeing it's a lovely face, but you know, I mean, I, I mean, each, <laughs> each their own, mate. But. Uh, Right, uh, but no, uh, but Pierre Gasly. I mean, he's he's done brilliantly. I think I think he will be at a works team, quote unquote, next uh, yeah. in twenty three. I don't think twenty two. I think it'll be wise for him to stay with AlphaTauri, um, be in that car again, just show his class because he's got he's got measure of Sonoda. Um, I think yeah. show his class again. The car should be all right. He can evaluate how Renault, maybe Ferrari, as you said, that would be. A, I, I would be delighted if that happened. I don't know if it will, but you know, have a look what what the lay of the land is, and he can either commit to maybe going back to Red Bull. You never know; it could happen. I don't think it will, or Alpine as as their kind of second French star, because of course you know uh, f- f- the French the French government do own Renault. Yeah. I think Red Bull have really screwed up their young driver program. <laughs> you think? Half the, young, half the young drivers they have don't really want to go into the top team because they know they'll just get screwed. You know, like they've treated their drivers so poorly. Hmm. Um, you know, Gasly's pretty much got no future with the brand. Like he, he puts a happy face on and he performs for AlphaTauri. But that team's got its own culture. Whilst it is owned by Red Bull, it's, it's a lot more free. It's a lot free, but they'll never be able to win. Red Bull just won't allow it. Well, not overall, no. Yeah. They'll they'll never yeah. be able to do what Vettel did in 2008 in beating the works team. No, no. It, 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 would, it would just not be allowed. Like, imagine there's like a last lap chase down and Verstappen needs the win for yeah. the championship. There, there would be a call to France Toss down, down the pit lane. Just yeah. Like, by the way, 
just turn your engines down a little bit and make things look nice. That's easy. Easy win. It looks great for the works team. It looks great for the, you know, powering because they get fixed place. You know, that, that team is very much B team still. Let's move on to Aston Martin slash Racing Point slash Force India slash Spiker slash Midlands slash Jordan. Uh, <laughs> whatever you want to call them. Oh, they must have done out, out of everyone who's left on this grid, yeah. Oh, by the way, just on the last point on Alpha Tower, every yeah. single time they do well, I do go, yes, Minardi! But uh, that's, uh, that's that, just, just for, you know, for those who know, <laughs> they you know. Uh, but no, back onto onto Jordan slash um, Aston Martin. What do you make mm. of this season? They kind of turned it around a bit, but that might be through the looking through the prism of Hungary um, as well. Again, uh, you know, uh, they they are getting there. Vettel starting to show his class, but it's hard to show yourself when you're consistently, you know, unable to make the top ten mm. in the car. I think they've expected that that's uh, their fate for this season. Probably turn their attention to 2022. You know, um, Lawrence Stroll's not no idiot. He knows if he overspends this year, he cripples himself for the next generation uh -huh. of cars. Uh, so, you know, I think they've probably, probably switched off. Well, okay. Let me put it like I did with uh, Alpine Renault. Let's do what I just did with uh, Racing Point and now Aston Martin. Uh, last year, Aston Martin, sorry, Racing Point finished on 195 points, but they did have a, was it 15 point deduction? Was it last yeah. year? Yeah. 15 points. So they yeah. would, they should have finished on 210, which would have put them in third place. Um, this yeah. year, right now, they are on, for, again, this is with Sebastian Vettel's disqualification, they're currently on 48. So if you double that to the end of the season, that's 98 points. So that is about 50% less uh, performance than they were last year. I don't think that's acceptable. No. So how many points would they have got for... For Vettel? They, got... uh, they would have got 18, yeah. So that would have put them on 66? Yeah. yeah. So they've been on 120, which is still... 80 short of where they should have been. Yeah. So, yeah, underperforming massively. You know, you can squabble as much as you want about, like, the regulation changes, but, you know, as, as all the teams signed up to them, hmm. uh, if they thought it was going to hurt them, they could have just not signed up to them. Yeah, that's entirely true. Uh, you know, so... And they could have said that at the time. time. You know, for whatever reason, anyway. But, you know... The new regulations will help them next year. If yep. they finish in seven with that, they'll have significantly greater uh, wind tunnel and CFD time. Yep. Well, they actually have the They won't be able to tra trace uh, Mercedes' car next year, will they? Exactly. <laughs> um, let's. Um, so, I mean, with Aston Martin, let's put this to you this way: even in their current, like, recent history with Force India and the rest of it. I don't think seven place is anything close to the team's potential, or indeed, it's um, it's what it's what it's signed it's signed up to do, basically. Uh, no, no, essentially, essentially, Aston Martin are they're kind of in that position where the are, where they're, they're bored and where Red Bull were before they kind of essentially now own their engine. Mm. Uh, they're kind of borderline works kind of status they've got that under well they're the closest to a satellite team like you see MotoGP aren't they they're closest on the grid to that sort of um, setup. yeah yeah they should yeah they should be way up they should be you know fourth or fifth 
definitely not being beaten by AlphaTauri. Hmm. Probably not beaten by Alpine this year. They should at least be fifth. You know, um, hmm. what, what can you say? Like the regulation changes didn't help, but that's yeah, it's the same for everyone. It's an excuse. It's an excuse. And I think they were very loud about it in the mm-hmm. beginning of the season, which I, I don't think really helped their cause. Because it's just, everyone just sort of was like, well, stop making excuses and get on with it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and for me. Yeah. It's, it's now. I mean, if you want to come to underperforming, let's uh, turn that around a bit. Let's go to eighth place right now on ten points in the in the standings. Williams, thanks to uh, Nicholas Latifi's, was it seventh place and George Russell's eighth place at the Hungarian Grand Prix. And George Russell's, yeah. I think, in general, just brilliant performances this season, uh, carrying on from what he's been doing for the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. George Russell unlucky not to have got a point score prior to uh, Hungary. Yeah. Um, I can't remember where, where he it was, was close. Uh, There's a few. Before, but he's been, he's been qualifying in the top 10, which is, Austria. is arguably, arguably the, the, uh, the ninth quickest car. Yeah. Which I, is just yeah, you're crazy, right. Crazy. crazy. Um, but they say there's something to do with the setup or whatever, but, you know, it's, it's, it's quick. The TP has not done it, and usually that means the drivers adding a significant amount of value to the package. Yeah, They're, you I, know. I mean, look, look. interesting. As interesting what they were saying about uh, 2022 and their driver lineup. They were saying they don't know. They no longer need to take um, commercials. Yeah, you know, commercial revenue into uh, consideration when picking their their drivers, which I think essentially means Latifi's probably out. Do you think he deserves that, though? Do you think Latifi deserves to be out? Because he's not done badly. He's just up against George Russell, who's done amazingly. Yeah, but you could say that George Russell's making... The team will know. The team will know if Latifi's getting everything out of the package because they'll be able to see the data. Yeah. Um, I reckon... I don't think he's done enough, and I think there's plenty of other drivers around that they can sign... That, that will happen. Well, I mean, that's uh, people are talking about if Bottas would go there or if he'd go to the next team on our list. But uh, I don't know where. Who else could be a good fit for Williams? Maybe Nico Hulkenberg. I can't imagine Williams taking the risk on Hulkenberg. I, as much as I like the guy and think he was unlucky not to get a drive. Hmm. Um, yeah, he was very much. He was probably the main. Uh, loser hmm. out of the whole, uh, you know, pay driver situation that we've seen in in recent years. Yeah, I mean, plus he's also looking at IndyCar. So I mean, if let's, let's just give him a slight hint, go there. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'll have a much better time. Um, Alpha Romeo Sauber. Yeah, um, Jerry been performing quite well. You know, they're just kind of kicking the can around. They've got three points, Joe. Day. I, I don't know where I've got, I've got for Alpha. So, um, so do I, but and, and Sauber in general. But yeah. three points, that is atrocious. For a team, part of the Fiat group, plenty of money there, um, you know, they should be doing better. They're essentially a, a satellite team. 
again like Aston. Uh, or maybe like Alpha Tauri, that you know they'll never let them get close enough to Ferrari. Hmm. You know, just imagine this year Ferrari didn't really know how well they were going to do. I wonder if there's been a kind of push at Alpha to be like. You guys can't be first this season because that'll be really. Well, last year, last year, so, of course, they were quite often, you know, in the sort of same part of, you know, they're in the same screenshot as Ferrari quite often. It wasn't a good look was no. it, for Ferrari, uh, you know. Um, I, I think that. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I can't see them getting enough points to catch up to Williams. I can't. You know, seven points at that bottom end of the table is a big margin. Yeah. yeah it's probably going to be one or two more races like hun- Hungary left in the season. You think. Um, races are, are left, left in the season where. You know, Turkey, you know. In October. Should be wet. Should be wet, fingers crossed. So fingers crossed it's something like last year. Hmm. Um, fingers crossed Russia. Is wet, well, yeah. what, what, so that, finger, that, fingers crossed Russia, Russia is wet just so it's an interesting race yeah yeah so it's, it's not driving around the Sochi Olympic Park one by one yeah we've, well we've got the un, we've got the unknowns of Belgium and the Netherlands they could go anyway yeah I thought I, I kept on thinking of it it was the traditional post summer break combo of Belgium Italy hmm. but of course the Netherlands is interesting and I think That'd be a really interesting race for the championship. But on the subject of Alpha Tauri, uh, not Alpha Tauri, Alpha Romeo. Romeo. I cannot see them eclipsing that, really. Brazil, obviously, can always throw a spanner in the works. Yep. You know, someone like Reisner or Gianzinazzi on their day can, you know, do something interesting, get, get into that top 10. But to make up 7 points, what position do you have to be in to get? Eight points. Uh, you have to be quite high up, I think. Sixth place. Sixth place. I can't see them getting a sixth place, and I can't see them getting any more than one or two points in the second half of the season. So, and and that's assuming Williams don't score any more. Yeah, or George Russell's. It depends. George Russell versus you know a lot of the time, uh, Giovinazzi in qualifying. Um, it's been interesting, and yeah. and uh, I've been disappointed in recent form from Giovinazzi in races uh, but Raikkonen's not been much better <laughs> it's uh, oh, I don't know it's going to be Giovinazzi I think's never really clicked in Formula 1 Raikkonen I think he's just getting slower every year so I think I could see I think that Giovinazzi will be given another year yeah, but I think Raikkonen probably will find it this year is his last. Well, Alfa Romeo, of course, have been saying that they uh, have all options open with both their seats next year. So, who knows? Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I don't think either driver's particularly comfortable in their seat. Well, I mean, uh, next, next, who's in Ferrari's lineup? They've got uh, Callum Eilert, Robert Schwartzman uh, in F2 and elsewhere. Uh, I can't think yeah, of anyone else. They have a Leclerc driver. Uh, uh, he's got a lot. He's got a long way to go. Desire for yeah, the clerk. He's, he's not been doing amazingly in F3 hmm. uh, this season, but it is his first season, so give him some time. Um, Speaking yeah. of Ferrari juniors, let's go to our final team on the grid. Mick Schumacher has done an amazing job, hasn't he? <laughs> I, 
completely forgot about Liam Schumacher. They almost aren't seen during the race. Like, they could pull into the pits and retire both their cars <laughs> on lap one. No and you probably wouldn't... You, you probably... It would be. It would just be another... One less car for pretty much the whole field to lap. Yeah. Um, it's just... You know, like NFL, when they're like an NFL team to get a good draft spot. They're, they're doing the Formula One equivalent of tanking. So you're, like, say, you're saying yeah. that Haas are the New York Giants? They are the New York Giants. <laughs> <laughs> the New York Giants of, uh, of Formula One, yeah. Oh. Like, if, they are. if anybody listening understands that reference, yeah, sound off in the comments. <laughs> Unashamedly tanking this season. <laughs> I mean, I can't say, say that because my team did worse last year than the Giants. <laughs> Come on, Eagles! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I, the, what, what, what's the quarterback's name? The one everyone wanted uh, this, the, uh, this season. So everyone tried tanking last season. Oh yeah, uh, um, I forgot yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah. Shows how much that matters. Yeah. Anyway, back to Form One. Um, yeah, so yeah, completely tanking. I can't wait for Netflix because <laughs> for another round of uh, st- sort of Steiner. Um... Gunter Steiner, what a man! I, I have a lot of time for him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to... I was going to say, you compare I'm team principles... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, compare team principles, you know, Cyril Abitable versus uh, Gunter Steiner. <laughs> Chalk and cheese. God, can you imagine being in an FIA, like, hearing? <laughs> with Gunter Steiner, like, the, the language you, like, use... Uh, I'd love to be on a fly on the wall. Yeah. Like, I'd be honest, like... I, I can't imagine he has any time for any kind of beating around the bush. Like, yeah. Oh, I mean, even at the last race, my favourite thing about, or was it we before? No, the one before, that Silverstone, when he said, oh, you know, we'll just have our guys take out 18 uh, cars on the grid. We'll have a 150 <laughs> second uh, time penalty and we'll win the race. <laughs> that was yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, in, yeah. I, I, I love Gunter Steiner, but I'm telling the drivers, like, um, got his name, the, um, the Russian, uh, driver. Uh, Marzipan. Marzipan. <laughs> yeah, so, he, he'd been as bad, it, all he has to do is essentially keep it on the track to not look completely terrible, because that car is terrible. And I have no doubt it's hard to drive, but Mick Schumacher's at least keeping it on the racetrack most of the time. Hmm. You know, in the early part of the season, like, the last thing he needed to be doing was spinning all the time. Yeah. You know, he's not made himself look good. He's probably not going to be in the car next year. Well, he will, because his dad's got enough money. (laughs) Yeah, but with the current commercial um, setup, do, do they need... I guess finishing last, they're not going to get much prize money. No. And they probably have so much. They have loads of wind tunnel time, but they're probably not enough money to yeah. use it. I was going to say, does really Delara have a lot of work to do over this the winter? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank God Delara have no kind of commercial kind of association for that team. Hmm. Other than, like, in terms of on the outside. Yeah. Um, so it would not look good. No. It's not a good look for her. So, I wonder how long he's willing to go around at the back. We'll see. I think next year will be a big, a big, a big, um, I, a big year. I, I just don't see why he's doing it unless it's some kind of like Ponzi scheme. 
Yeah. yeah. Tax write off. Tax write off or something. Um, I would, honestly wouldn't be surprised. So then. After the past 10 years, stuff. Yeah, that's true. Let's um, let's sit and end it by going through our sort of uh, I suppose what's the word predictions uh, to the end. So uh, Mercedes versus Red Bull, who's going to win? I reckon. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Mercedes, just because of the tracks. Interesting. Uh, that are coming up, um, I, th- I think they'll say yeah. Mercedes. I think Red Bull had a better, more chance with the tracks in the first half of, half of the season. See, I think that Red Bull will uh, gun it, and Honda will do everything they can, and I think that they will win. Uh, I think they'll I, do it. I, I think. So they've already said Perez's engine's got a problem. That is true. The stuff engine's got a crack in it, so that, that's a right stop. It needs part the blockers, and that's what a free place grid penalty for changing that, having uh, a fourth part. That's going to be significant. They're probably not going to get the season, through the season now without taking penalties for those engines. Maybe. We'll if see. they want, if they if, if they really want to win, they probably need to crash into a. <laughs> get when the upper tower is crashing to the back of the Mercedes. What, have Yuki Sonoda do a, like a five-second jump start? Yeah, five-second jump start, just, oh, where's, where's Hamilton? Bang! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think Mercedes, yeah. Okay. The track's coming up, I think, favours them. I think the engine has favoured them. I think Bottas is probably the better number two driver. I'm going to disagree just a hell of it. Right, Ferrari versus McLaren. Same question. Uh, McLaren. Oh, all right. I'm going to go Ferrari. Uh, yeah. My point is that Ferrari has shown um, reliability issues already. Yep. Early in the season. You know, it's only going to get worse. Um, and McLaren have Lando Norris, and I think he's just absolutely on a stormer. Yep, but I also, but Ferrari have Leclerc, and I think Leclerc has enough to take it to him. Yeah, I can see the player pulling out like a race, race win. He should have already, to be honest. If yeah, he Monaco. Relied, he he would have hmm. won, won that, uh, and which is such a disappointment. Yeah. Disappointment not to get to win that race. because he absolutely deserved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And then fifth, so midfield battle, uh, the fifth, fifth and down. I reckon, oh God, I reckon that Pierre Gasly can push them enough to get Alpha Tauri into fifth. I don't... I'm going to disagree with you again, just to keep the theme up. Yep. Uh, I reckon oh, Alonso's hitting his stride. He would have loved that race against Hamilton. I think that really have got him going. Um, and, and Ocon hopefully can do enough to pick up some points. Without Sonoda firing... And he's lost all his confidence after the, having a few good races at the start of the season. I thought without Sonoda, they can't get that fifth place. If Sonoda can fire, then fifth place is theirs. Okay. They should, they should be in fifth place now. That's fair. That's that's fair. Sonoda's not doing his job. So go on then. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go fifth, in my, my opinion, fifth Alpha Tauri, sixth Renault, seventh Fast in Martin. Yeah, I think the balance of it has to Martin probably seventh. So you reckon yeah. fifth Renault, sixth Alfa Tauri, seventh Aston Martin? Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, sorry. Six Alpari, seven person Marvin, and then I've got, you know, it, it goes without saying, I don't know. I think as we discussed before, Williams, yeah. Alpha. Uh, yep, I, yep I agree. I agree. It's going to be interesting. So, um, stay tuned to Stevie Automotive. We'll yeah. we'll do another uh, sort of second half season review at the end of this. Um, in the meantime, enjoy the racing. Uh, so, any, 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 okay, Joe. So, just one one point from you: who or what has been your highlight of the season? Uh, I'd say probably the championship. That's all. Like, I used to. I always watch all the races. Um, this season there's a reason to switch on every race because you think this will be the race when you know they're going to be banging wheels or something's going to happen or there's going to be another twist in the championship so probably the the competitiveness of it has just been the highlight fair enough Uh, my highlight has been that the young guns in the shape of Gasly and Norris have been able to really give everyone else a good punch in the nose and it's it's great to see um it's it's something that we don't always see in every generation of the sport and it's uh it's it's uh, yeah. it's nice yeah, and and george russell actually george russell's been really good yeah yeah cool after you know the kind of brief stint in the Mercedes which didn't really work out um you know last season so yeah Fingers crossed, see him in a Mercedes in 2022. I agree. That's going to do it from us at Stevie Automotive for the Stevie Auto Show. Uh, thank you to Joe for joining me. So uh, we shall see you next time. Uh, take care. Follow us on social media. Goodbye.